Are you tired of being told what to think and how to act? Well, you are not alone. In case you haven't realized it, you have an internal GPS. It knows all you need to know about how to live your life. So it's about time you stopped letting the media and the government tell you what is true for you. In fact, it is exactly that time. It's time to think for yourself. And here to make sure you're doing just that is your host, mediator, author, and lawyer, Carol Gold. Hi, it's Sunday, October the 1st. I'm Carol Gold, and welcome to Think for Yourself. This past week, it seemed to me that every place I turned, I ran into a common underlying theme. And that theme is courage. So I want to go through a few of the things that came to mind as I continued to encounter this principle or lack thereof um, in our country. So this past week, I watched six hours of the House impeachment inquiry. This, of course, is the House of Representatives inquiry into whether or not there is sufficient evidence to proceed with an actual impeachment hearing for President Biden. And for all those six hours that I watched, I watched the Republicans and the Democrats question or lecture the witnesses who were there. And I noticed one thing, and that was that there was a constant confusion or effort to confuse on the part of the Democrats that there was absolutely no evidence to impeach President Biden, and therefore this entire hearing was a waste of taxpayer money. And it was so disingenuous because it wasn't an impeachment hearing. It was an impeachment inquiry. All it was, was an attempt to look at the evidence that has been found thus far through subpoena, through Hunter Biden's laptop, through a a multitude of other sources, including whistleblowers, to look at that evidence and decide whether or not there is cause to go forward to give the House sufficient power to subpoena records that have previously been withheld or denied the House when they didn't have sufficient power. They need to have found sufficient evidence to proceed with an impeachment hearing in order to have the subpoena power that they need to get the documents that are required. Okay, that's not why I'm bringing this up. It's not because of the procedure. It's not because of the whole issue of should we or shouldn't we be impeaching President Biden? Is this a retaliatory effort by the Republican House for what happened to Trump? That's not my point. My point is this. Where was and is the courage of any mainstream journalist to call that hearing what it was, instead of promoting the Democratic mantra that there is no evidence to impeach. Well, guess what? As of that hearing, as testified to by Jonathan Turley, who was a witness for the Republicans, right? He was a witness in favor of proceeding. Jonathan Turley, a professor of law from Georgetown University, highly respected, himself said, As of this moment, as of this hearing, inquiry hearing, there is no evidence that President Biden committed a crime. 
However, he went on to say, there is more than sufficient evidence to proceed with this inquiry and to give Congress the power it needs to get the documents that are being withheld. So again, it was a lack of courage on the part of journalists to say in reality what that hearing was because the 15-second the clips that you would hear or read, whether you were on social media or whether you were on the internet or whether you were listening to broadcast news, the 15-second clip you're going to hear or see is that there's no evidence to impeach. Well, yeah, but that isn't the purpose and wasn't the purpose of the hearing. It was an inquiry. It was the next step. And I believe they will get the evidence that they're looking for once they subpoena the documents that have been withheld from them. Okay. The next thing that happened was I saw a video so disturbing of a Purple Heart triple amputee veteran going through the airport, going through the metal detector, being pulled aside by TSA. This veteran was in a wheelchair and a black TSA uh, employee put this triple amputee Purple Heart veteran in a wheelchair through the most humiliating and disgraceful pat down and looking into his chair and making him take his cap off and looking in his cap. It was disgusting. It was such an abuse of power and it was so demeaning and of a veteran who served this nation that cost him limbs versus the unvetted illegals who come across this border every day. Criminals, terrorists, people with diseases we no longer have in this country walk across the southern border every day and when they walk across they're given cell phones and bus tickets or plane tickets to go wherever they want and a hearing three to seven years out. Where is the courage of every person who was at that TSA checkpoint? Why wasn't every American at that airport who witnessed what was happening to that soldier, to that veteran rather, why were they not vocal? Why did they not shame what was happening? Why did they not stand up for that veteran? And then there is the whole issue of transgenderism. Transgender storybook hours in libraries. Transgender parades for and including children. Transgender events for children at local clubs. Pride flags at U.S. embassies all across the world. Are you telling me that there are no other flags that perhaps should have preceded and taken priority over the flying of a pride flag? That there are no minorities with significantly more percentage of the population than the LGBTQ plus IA plus one, whatever, community that should have, if anything was going to fly along with the American flag, would have been a more appropriate flag to fly? Or normalizing pedophilia? Calling pedophiles minor attracted persons? Where is the courage of most people, not just parents at school board meetings, but most of us who know this is wrong, who know that it is bad for children, who know that it is unhealthy, who know that it will bring down a culture? 
Let me move on to illegal immigration that I touched on just a moment ago. Let me elaborate. Last month, 250,000 illegals crossed our southern border. Last month. That number has gone up every single month. This past month, it was 250,000. That's 3 million a year minimum. Minimum. Where is our courage to demand of this administration, particularly those in charge whose duty it is under the Constitution to protect and defend us, to protect and defend this country, to stop this onslaught? to stop this invasion. Another issue that requires courage or the lack thereof, what happened in Lahaina, in Lahaina rather, in Hawaii and in East Palestine, Ohio, each one of those towns, cities had devastating disasters, right? In Lahaina, it was, it was fire. In East Palestine, it was a a train derailment that spewed toxic chemicals. This administration sent $700 to each resident of Lahaina, but it sent $80 billion to Ukraine without an accounting to be used for, among other things, to help small businesses in Ukraine stay afloat. This president did not go to East Palestine, where that freight train derailed with toxic chemicals that ruined that community and for, for a significant period of its future and displaced its inhabitants. But he flew almost directly over East Palestine, Ohio, in September. That's the town he promised to visit in March. He was within 20 miles of that town in September while he was heading to Milwaukee for an event where he was going to tout Bidenomics, his administration's grand economic plan. He flew within 20 miles of that city and didn't go. Again, while giving Ukraine $80 billion and more currently being requested by this administration. Where is our courage to stand up and say that both of those are an outrage because it devalues the lives of Americans. It prioritizes a foreign nation and a political campaign over our own citizens. You know, those are a few. There are so many other examples. What they did to us with COVID, how they pushed untested vaccines, $600 billion to Iran as part of a recent prisoner swap saying that we will monitor that Iran only uses it for humanitarian purposes. When the Iranian ambassador himself, after they got the money, went on publicly to say Iran will use it any way they want. And we know how they'll use it. They'll use it to continue to be the terrorist capital of the world taxpayer dollars to fund abortions across state lines since Dobbs, including hotel stays and food, like a vacation to go kill your unborn child. Planned Parenthood is now the largest gender transition facility in this country. Did you hear that? Planned Parenthood is now the largest gender transition facility in the country. Where is our courage? Where is our courage? 
You know, I'm certain as I think back over the prior 12 minutes, I must have sounded really impassioned and perhaps even angry because I feel passionately about this. I always have, meaning I have long said throughout my life that the characteristic we humans are most deficient in isn't empathy or compassion or charitableness or love. It's courage. You know, Tucker Carlson on his X thread addressed what he thinks is the reason for our lack of courage as he sees it. And it's actually an excerpt from a speech he recently gave that is well worth watching. I think it's the most recent posting on his X thread. Carlson says it comes from our fear of death, which causes most people to live a fearful life rather than face an uncomfortable truth, which is that we're all going to die. Me, personally, I've always looked at it this way. And you know, because those of you who listen to me know that I've referenced what I'm about to say more than once on prior podcasts. My approach to courage is this, and it's that quote from Joan of Arc, that piece of art sculpture I have in my home, where she's quoted as saying, I am not afraid. I was made for this. If you think that you're just one person, and what can one person possibly do? Look back throughout human history. It's always been the courage of one person that was the impetus for great change. So I would say, find your courage. Be not afraid. You were made for this, this time, these circumstances, these challenges. We're all going to die. Tucker Carlson is absolutely right. But better to do it standing than to do it cowering in a corner because you care what other people will think of you standing up for principles and values that you believe in. You know, I'm not sure that former President Franklin Roosevelt lived by his own quote. He certainly didn't live by it when it came to helping the Jews of Nazi Germany. But I'll leave you with what Franklin Roosevelt said. Courage is not the absence of fear, but rather the assessment that something else is more important than fear. Thanks for listening. I'm Carol Gold. I'll be back here again, not next Sunday, but the following Sunday. And until then, by all means, find your courage and think and speak for yourself. Carol thanks you for spending your valuable time with her. It is her mission to empower you to remember how smart and capable you are. Be sure to check out Carol's website, carolgold.com. That's Carol with an E, gold.com. Please leave a review and subscribe here so you'll be alerted to Carol's next podcast. Until then, above all else, remember, it's time to think for yourself.